send off his box, a box of chocolates. Would I know to stay away? What's it? Hand off his box, a box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. And Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. So, oddly enough, we're going to be talking about food today and culture. (laughs) What? Because today is the Feast Day of St. Nicholas, which is a special day in which all people eat more than they can eat. That may just be an American custom in general. But today is a special day to do that. It's also Hanukkah, so... For those celebrating Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah to you, continuing to celebrate Hanukkah. We're going to talk about Hanukkah foods and some other cultures, uh, culture or stuff involving St. Nicholas and Krampus, of course. But in the meantime, I think Joe Tex is ready to feast on the day of St. Nicholas. Chops, collard greens, and polypop. Candied yams, cornbread, and cabbage on the side of yum yum. Uh, woo, yum yum. Yum yum. That's what my new Jersey baby gonna fix for me when I get home. Uh-huh. Pig feet, something sweet, red beans, and potties, meat, a five lip banana cake makes everything alright. Yum yum. Uh, woo, yum yum. Onion rings, Georgia peaches, cottage cheese, lettuce and whipped cream. Yum yum. Yum yum. That's what my new Jersey baby's gonna fix for me when I get home. French fried, black eyed, ball corn and chicken thighs, gumbo, rice pudding, buttermilk is fine. Yum yum. Joe Tex, thank you, Joe. It's always great to hear music by people who make really amazing records before they make it big. Joe Tex didn't start having big hits until the mid-60s, but that was Yum Yum from 1959. Or if I am to look online, I see a record called Yum 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 by Joe Tex from 1959. Was there one called Yum, one called Yum Yum, and Yum Yum Yum? Did you collect all three? Was it a set of of three? I don't know. 
a citation needed. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and let's talk about Hanukkah foods, shall we? Let's talk about Hanukkah gelt. If you already know about all this stuff, just drool along with me. Hanukkah gelt refers to money as well as to chocolate coins given to children on the festival of Hanukkah. Latkes are shallow fried pancakes of grated or ground potato, matzo meal or flour, and a binding ingredient such as egg or applesauce. They're often flavored with grated garlic or onion and seasoning. They can be topped with a variety of condiments, and herein lies the rub, ranging from the savory, such as sour cream or cottage cheese, to the sweet, such as applesauce or sugar, or they may be served plain. This brings me to this song, which I play every year at this time. These are the Levies, spelled like BGs only, Levies, from the album Hanukkah Rocks. Here is the question, applesauce versus sour cream. I guess that wasn't phrased as a question, but you know. not it it's really there they are those choices applesauce versus sour cream what do you choose oh good choice and you oh also a good choice this is pandora's lunchbox i'm mike this is wcbn and we're looking at some hanukkah foods happy hanukkah i hope i pronounced this correctly sufganaya is a round jelly donut eaten in israel and around the world on the festival of Hanukkah, the donut is deep-fried, filled with jam or custard, and then topped with powdered sugar. It's described by Wikipedia as being punchki-like, so, hmm, hmm, that sounds delicious. 
A popular Israeli folk tale holds that the word Sufganiyah comes from the Hebrew expression, again, I apologize in advance, Sofgan Yudhe, if I get that wrong, I'm sorry, meaning the end of the Garden of the Lord, referring to the Garden of Eden. According to the legend, when Adam and Eve were thrown out of the Garden of the Lord, he cheered them up by feeding them Sufganiyat. Donuts make everything better. The tradition of eating deep-fried pastries on Hanukkah was considered ancient even in the time of the 12th century Rabbi Maimonides, whose father, Rabbi Maimon ben Yosef, wrote that one must not make light of the custom of eating sofganim, fried fritters, in, on Hanukkah. It's a custom of the ancient ones. So, a serious custom, and yet folks like the Levies have a lot of fun turning it into a fun song about applesauce versus sour cream. Fun to be had, indeed. Here is Tom Lehrer, the great Tom Lehrer. He's over 90 years old now. He's still around. So many wonderful, satirical, and fun and clever songs he's done. This is a Latter-day song for his career, recorded in 1999. This is called I'm Spending Hanukkah in Santa Monica. Tom Lear. I'm spending Hanukkah in Santa Monica, wearing sandals, lighting candles by the sea. I spent Shavuos in East St. Louis, a charming spot, but clearly not the spot for me. Those eastern winters, I can't endure them. So every year I pack my gear and come out here till Purim, Rosh Hashanah. I spend in Arizona and Yom Kippur way down in Mississippi. But in December, there's just one place for me. Amid the California flora, I'll be lighting my menorah like a baby in his cradle. I'll be playing with my dreidel, spending Hanukkah in Santa Monica by the sea. I'm spending Hanukkah in Santa Monica Wearing sandals, lighting candles by the sea I spent Shavuos in East St. Louis A charming spot, but clearly not the spot for me Those eastern winters, I can't endure them So every year I pack my gear and come out here to Purim, Rosh Hashanah I spend in Arizona and Yom Kippur way down in Mississippi but in December, there's just one place for me. Amid the California flora, I'll be lighting my menorah like a baby in his cradle. I'll be playing with my dreidel. Here's the Judas Maccabeus. Boy, if he could only see us spending Hanukkah in Santa Monica by the sea. Yes, Hanukkah in Santa Monica. That is Mr. Tom Lehrer, and we're playing some music to celebrate Hanukkah. We're also going to talk a little bit about some other things, like this is being the this is being the Feast of St. Nicholas. Also, we'll tell you about some events like Dipsy coming up this weekend. Yes, Dipsy is this weekend, as well as Tiny Expo. Dipsy in Ypsilanti, yes, and Tiny Expo at the Ann Arbor District Library. We'll have more details on that in just a moment. But in the meantime, I found another song about latkes. Indirectly, sort of. This is a wonderful one. This is a kind of a mashup of Nutcracker and Klezmer music. This is by Shirim from their album Klezmer Nutcracker. This is 
Dance of the Latkes Queens. Ready? good that was shirim and dance of the latkes queens we'll see if we can fit any more on the show this is pandora's lunchbox it's quarter to seven arwolf and face the music at seven all with songs from only the best years that end in eight an hour of music from arwolf and face the music that you do not ever ever want to miss then at eight it's shimmy shimmy coco bop and at nine o'clock Wonderful music, 10 o'clock all through the night, so don't miss any of it on WCBN. We are also at WCBN.org, in case you're wondering what some of the songs are that I played. You might have noticed earlier I was rifling through some pages while looking for something. Well, I figured it out. Uh, So, too many things happening this weekend. It's a custom of this time of year. Tomorrow, no, Saturday... From 9 a.m. to 1 at Dexter Winter Marketplace is the Winter Marketplace. It's going to be a chance to shop locally with art to see. If, okay, 
says here, at least here's what they want you to do. Shop locally made artisan crafts and food like goat cheese, organic produce, and eggs. The Winter Marketplace from 9 to 1. Information on that is DexterMarket.com. That's on Saturday. Also on Saturday, December 8th, coming up this Saturday from 11 to 5.30 p.m., it is the Tiny Expo Indie Art and Craft Fair at the Main District Library, the Ann Arbor District Library. There will also be, during the event, in the Secret Lab, there will be screen printing from 12 to 3 p.m. and crafting and card making from 12 to 4 Lots of vendors, over 45 artists and crafters selling handmade wares in the library space in the heart of downtown Ann Arbor. And it gets pretty festive, I'd say. People aren't just quietly reading books, although that's a fine activity, too. It's like a festival. That's Tiny Expo at the Downtown District Library of Ann Arbor, if that's the name of it, Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Meanwhile, in Ypsilanti, two days of Dipsy, the DIY Ipsy Fest, the holiday market is going to be at the Riverside Arts Center, December 8th, Saturday, 11 to 7, and December 9th, 12 to 6. 100 of the best makers in the Midwest, it says on their website, selling a curated selection of perfect holiday gifts featuring handcrafted food, coffee, Michigan brews, There will also be film screenings, dance performances, and face painting this Saturday and Sunday. Saturday from 11 to 7 and Sunday from 12 to 6. Well, it's time to look at a little bit more of these things that are happening on St. Nicholas Day. This is the Feast of St. Nicholas Day. And there are many customs in many parts of the country, in the world, In France, St. Nicholas originates primarily in Alsace, Nord-Pas-de-Calais, and in Lorraine. I apologize for those pronunciations. A little donkey carries baskets filled with children's gifts, biscuits, and sweets. The whole family gets ready for the saint's arrival on December 6th, with grandparents telling stories of the saint. Now sit right down, i got a great story for you. This is going to be a lot of fun, really happy, joyful story. The most popular one, also the subject of a popular French children's song, is of three children who wandered away and got lost. Cold and hungry, a wicked butcher lured them into a shop where he killed them and salted them away in a large tub. Oh. Uh, okay. Through St. Nicholas's help, however, the boys were revived and returned to their families, earning him a reputation as a protector of children. That would do it. The evil butcher followed St. Nicholas in penance ever since as Père Fouettard. In France, statues and paintings often portray this event, showing the saint with children in a barrel. Yay, kids in a barrel being salted in a large tub. Yay! Oh my, wow. That's, see, we don't have too many of those fairy tales in this country. Not nearly enough, do we? Meanwhile, in the Netherlands, St. Nicholas Day is celebrated on the 5th. Yesterday, Dutch children put out a clog filled with hay and a carrot for St. Nicholas's horse. On the eve of the feast day, that is again December 5th, Albanians will light a candle and abstain from meat, preparing a feast of roasted lamb and pork to be served to guests after midnight. In Bulgaria, St. Nicholas Day on the 6th is called Nikulden, 
Families invite relatives, sponsors, and neighbors for a meal of fish, usually rib nick, a carp wrapped in dough, and two loaves of ceremonial bread, all of which are blessed at church or at home. The host wafts incense over the table, then lifts and breaks the bread. Yes, lots of reasons to celebrate, have good times, be with folks, have a nice time, listen to music. Let's switch back to Hanukkah for a moment. We just celebrated Hanukkah in Santa Monica. Let's celebrate Hanukkah in Las Vegas. Here is Lounge Against the Machine. Hanukkah in Las Vegas. It's a festival of neon lights. Bet a dollar and eat some challah. The strip is kosher tonight. There's a menorah on the Tropicana And a stripper wearing just a yarmulke Hanukkah in Las Vegas Eight swinging nights The Baruch HaTadonoi blessing Is sung by a showgirl choir When it's time to light the candles each night Penn and Teller set them on fire All the Yentas make stops at the forum shops And the Timmis is made with carrot tops Hanukkah in Las Vegas Try the lamb chops On a bad Gimel Dalit Moses went to the Luxor To shoot craps with Pharaoh As he rolled the dice he said real nice, let my people yo. The cantors are playing poker, they use chocolate coins for chips. All the rabbis bet on dreidel roulette, and the casino moil takes tips. Hanukkah in Las Vegas, it's a real gelp trip. Well, the shamash here is the stratosphere And David Copperfield makes the latkes disappear Hanukkah in Las Vegas, mazel tov Sammy's watching from above I said Hanukkah in Las Vegas What's not to love? What's not to love? Thank you, Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine. I better stop. That is Hanukkah in Las Vegas from the album Cocktails with Santa. Now I'm confused. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, and I really couldn't stop the show without talking about Krampus. Yesterday was Krampus Day. We missed it. Oh, no. In Central European folklore, Krampus is a horned anthropomorphic... anthropomorphic also known as figure, described as half-goat, half-demon, who during the Christmas season punishes children who have misbehaved. He is hairy, usually brown or black, and has the cloven hooves and horns of a goat. His long, pointed tongue lolls out, and he has fangs. Yay! Sometimes he accompanies St. Nicholas on his rounds. Krampus appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back, this is to cart off evil children for drowning, eating, or transporting to hell. 
gee, this is great. Some of the older versions make mention of naughty children being put in the bag and taken away. A toned-down version of Krampus is part of the popular Christmas markets in Austrian urban centers like Salzburg. In these, more tourist-friendly interpretate English is getting difficult for me now. Words must not have words with more than one syllable. In these more tourist-friendly interpretations, Krampus is more often humorous than fearsome. On December 5th, it is also customary to offer a Krampus schnapps. Europeans have been exchanging greeting cards featuring Krampus since the 1800s. If you can find one, exchange it with somebody you love. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike, having fun. Hope you're having fun, too. Hope you're enjoying today, tonight. It is Hanukkah. It is the also the it is also the St. Nicholas Feast. Going to have Arwolf and face the music in just a moment, but just another moment of another food-related item thing going on. On Tuesday the 11th, learn the process of making a macaron from scratch. You can make French macarons. You can sample and discuss flavors at the Ann Arbor District Library from 7 to 8.30 p.m. on this coming Tuesday. They promise not to tell you stories about little children who are taken into a tub and salted. Will not happen. In spite of the traditional French folktale of salted children who were then revived by St. Nicholas, you'll just be making French macarons. This Tuesday, 7 to 8.30 p.m. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Thank you for being you. We're going to go one more tune with Shirim, who we heard a little bit of earlier. Shirim from their album Klezmer Nutcracker. Here is the Waltz of the Rugelach, based on the Waltz of the Flowers. goes like this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me be me. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Keep listening and never, ever stop doing that. Just one more note, by the way. Just got uh, an email saying the Hungarian St. Nicholas brought coconuts and star fruit and Buddha's hands and marzipan to the original Zoltan. There you go. Back to Shiram.
Hey. I feel like I have to say hey after that. Hey, it's WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's just about 7 o'clock. Thank you, Mike. This has been most invigorating. In fact, um, once again, I didn't realize that I needed to hear this until I heard it. And I feel so good now. The, uh, the Klezmer Nutcracker and the group is Shirim. Is that right? Yep. Shirim. Magnificent. Yeah, I'll put this in there, in its case for you. There you are. Radio Verite. I hand the media back to Mike Perini. And now it's time for Face the Music. WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, as we keep saying. This is the, uh, let's see, nine weeks are being devoted on Face the Music. It's a nine-week series of programs inspired and coordinated by the numeral eight. Now, what does that mean? Well, what it means is it's the end of 2018, and that makes me go and do just as I do at the end of every year, look through lots and lots and lots of historical recordings using the uh, the numeral in question as a coordinate, as a sort of a cipher to go through the uh, the mysteries of time so this has led me to a recording made 110 years ago, which I'd like to open with this evening. I think you'll find that uh, there's a, quite a bit of Jelly Roll Morton in this first half of the show from 1938. And in fact, 1938 will become the, uh, the dominant year. But first, we have to start in 1908. This is a banjoist by the name of Vess L. Osman. And he's, uh, he's in duet here with a pianist, Theodore Morse, who I believe was also a Tin Pan Alley composer. But Mr. Morse did not write this. I think Mr. Osman did. It's uh, simply called A Bunch of Rags. Rather brief, so let's pay attention now. The year is 1908. It's time to face the music together. (laughs) 